I can buy myself flowers. Write my name in the sand. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode two of the broadcast. Here we go, episode two. I didn't think we would get here. Is the statistic that 90% of podcasts don't make it to episode 12 or some shit? I'm well on my way. 16% of the way there. Is that what one in six is? Like 16%? You know when you turn 100 and you get like a letter from the queen? I guess it's the king now. If I get to episode 100, will Joe Rogan come out of the woodwork and give me some of that alpha brain shite? Is that even a thing anymore? I remember Rooster Teeth used to be sponsored by them like about a decade ago. But if it genuinely did what it claims, don't you think they would have a shelf full of them at every Walmart in the country? Like penis enlargement pills or those stupid balance bracelets? I've written down a list of things I want to talk about. I'll be honest though, I wrote it while I was on one from Whiskey over Labor Day weekend, and I don't really remember what I wrote. But this is probably going to be a short episode today, and I'll roll over this to next week. My dad's in town, I don't really want to sit in here for an hour. So I'm only going to talk about the F1. So, this weekend was the Monza Grand Prix, a race that saw Max Verstappen chasing history. Last weekend at Zandvoort, he tied Sebastian Vettel's record of nine consecutive wins, and the win in Monza was his chance to break this previously thought unbreakable record. However, there is this thing called the Monza Curse. Do you know what the Monza Curse is? Essentially, the previous year's winner will suffer some unfortunate incident in the following years that fucks the race. Essentially, in 2019, Charles Leclerc won the Monza Grand Prix, and then fast forward to 2020, where he fucks into the barrier going around the Parabolica. Then in 2020, Pierre Gasly won after Lewis Hamilton fucked up and pitted when the pit lane was closed, where he was given a 10-second stop-and-go penalty. Probably the harshest penalty that can be given in Formula 1 by the stewards, and a race which saw Valtteri Bottas cease to exist, and I think he finished 5th, I don't honestly remember, and Hamilton finished just 10 seconds behind Bottas. Stroll finished in 3rd place in that race. Does anyone remember that? I think we all we only remember Pierre Gasly winning and Carlos Sainz coming 2nd, but then fast forward to 2021 and Pierre Gasly fucks it on lap 1 in the sprint race and then retired from the su- Sunday race on I think lap 4 and then Daniel Ricciardo won in 2021 and then retired on lap 45 after an oil leak and then Max Verstappen won last year so we tip to see the Monza curse continue no the weekend started I, I believe with Mar- Mercedes extending the contracts of both Lewis Hamilton and George Russell for a further two years. But after qualifying and the Ferrari Monza patch, the grid was Carlos Sainz, Max Verstappen, Charles Leclerc, and then Sergio Perez. With the Ferraris looking pretty pacey all weekend, people thought we were gonna finally have a proper scrap. But did it happen? No. Before the race had even began, we had drama. Yuki Tsunoda had to retire from the race because of an engine failure before even getting to the grid. This caused the race to be delayed because it was stuck in gear and the marshals needed it neutral to push it out. From my expert analysis of the situation as a failed geologist, smoke coming out of the car equals bad. Now, if you go onto F1 Twitter, the bastions of high IQ debate, there are conspiracies being thrown around that the Red Bulls were underfueled, so Helmut Marko himself smashed Yuki's car to pieces before the race, so they would have to do extra formation laps and save fuel. So Carlos Sainz lined on the front row alongside former teammate Max Verstappen, and people assumed Max would take him into the first chicane and then drive off into the sunset. However, not only did Carlos Sainz hold his ground, there was no there was no funny business on lap one, which we know historically nothing funny ever happens on lap one of Monza. I think the only real event was that Albon took 
overtook Piastri and then Albon was the lead car of yet another choo-choo DRS train. Lewis Hamilton was complaining about how impossible it would be to overtake Albon's Williams and then Rocket had passed him as per. And then credit to Sainz, he defended like an absolute lion this weekend. Max made a few attempts to get past, but turn one is the scene of some very questionable moves in the past, and again this year as well. But Max was patient, and he was smart. He could see that Sainz was cooking his tires and was slipping all over the place, so he knew he just had to hold his ground and not do anything stupid. But then, fast forward to lap 15. Carlos attempts to defend into turn one, locked, locks up, Verstappen gets the better exit around Carver Grande. George Russell was a little naughty getting the most nailed on penalty for taking the slip road at turn one and not giving the position back. Maybe he thought he could make up five seconds between then and the end of the race, I don't know. I mean, if that was the case, he was right. He, don't, he didn't lose any places in the final standings. Towards the end of the second stint, we had a train of the two Ferraris and then the Mexican Minister of Defiance. Max is gone. He's away up the road. However, Max did have to do a bit of management from an issue. Maybe it was tires. Maybe it was engine. I don't know. And Max did have to do a bit of management from an issue. Maybe it was tires. Maybe it was engine. I don't know. Where Perez was only, what, like six seconds off him at the checkered flag? So Perez clears the Ferraris, and as soon as he does, Sainz completely just backs up into Leclerc, and Leclerc was having a having a little look at him. There was a bit of scrappy fighting going on, and then he gets the exact radio message of, you are free to race, just don't do any stupid shit. Then what happens? Leclerc locks up and almost puts it into the sides of Sainz. We had an incident between Hamilton and Piastri going into turn four towards the end. They're side by side going around turn three. Piastri gives him a bit of a squeeze but still leaves him the room down the straight and then breaking into turn four Hamilton moves over, clips Piastri's, clips Piastri's wing. Even at the time Hamilton was on the on the road say, was on the radio saying I didn't give him enough room. Piastri's has to do another stop to get a new front wing so that essentially takes him out of contention for points. But just with Russell's penalty, Hamilton was so far ahead that it didn't matter. Haas had a weekend to forget. What is even the point of that team? Gene Haas isn't going to invest the money necessary to make them competitive. They have moments of genius like Brazil last year and Nico Hülkenberg getting into Q3 relatively consistently this season. But then they just go backwards as soon as they're racing against cars that are far away better in every consideration of the sport. He should honestly just sell the team off and to someone who will invest into it. Toto got asked about his thoughts about Max's record-breaking 10th win, and he was said, Our position, when Mercedes was dominant, was different because we had two cars fighting against each other. I don't think he cares too much about records, neither do we, because I don't think anyone reads Wikipedia. I find this comment to be kind of weird. It could have just been like a tongue-in-cheek humorous comment that's just gone over my head completely or whatnot because it just comes off as unnecessarily salty because Lewis didn't ever manage to match or beat Seb's nine consecutive wins in a row. Like, if Lewis couldn't beat it, then anyone breaking it isn't that big of a deal. After the race, Will Buxton got a bit feisty with a fan, pushing them out of the shot while they were filming. Now, I get you don't want people wandering into the shot while you're filming. However, maybe don't film 
your show right in the middle of a congested part of the paddock or just film it like Ted's notebook and just wander about for half an hour. That would be more entertaining than hearing the same five lines come out of Christian Horner's mouth every week. And yeah, that's kind of all we've got. We've got Singapore next weekend into Japan. But yeah, that's kind of all we've got. And that's all I'm going to talk about this week. Until next week, see you later.